guys, welcome back to the Bridge Daily Podcast. My name is Emma Blake. And I'm Haley McCormick. And today we're going to be reading our January 20th daily devotional from the One Year Bible. Yes, and we highly encourage everyone listening, if you do not have a One Year Bible, to go out and get one. Or we also recommend looking up some of the scriptures that Emma will be sharing. Um, So the Old Testament passage for today is... Genesis chapter 41, verses 17 through chapter 42, verses 17. And then the New Testament um, passage is Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 to 46. The Psalm of the day is chapter 18, verses 1 through 15. And the Proverbs is chapter 4, verse 1 through 6. Now, before we get into our reading, we're going to focus on um, the Matthew passage. However, we're going to break it up a little bit. We really want to focus on um, the first parable that Jesus told um, in this passage. And so I'm going to be reading verses 24 to 30, and then we're going to jump down a bit to verse 36 afterwards, and we'll talk about it. So I'm going to start in verse 24. It says, Here's another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crops began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted the good seeds is full of weeds. Where where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Shall we pull out the weeds, they asked. No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. Now jumping down to verse 36, it says, Then, leaving the crowd outside, Jesus went into the house, and his disciples said, Please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field. Jesus replied, The son of man is the farmer who planted the good seed. The field is the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. Then the harvest is the end of the world. Harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are stored out and burned in the fire, so will it be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will remove from the kingdom everything that caused sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into a fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. So this is a very important um, parable that Jesus talks about. And I think it's sometimes overlooked. Mm -hmm. You know, we know the parable of the sower and... Um, all the different seeds that are planted, but we don't always focus on this one. Yeah. Um, I think something that stands out to me too is, you know, we've read these two passages because even the disciples 
didn't know, you know, what Jesus was really talking about. Yeah. Not everyone here, I'm assuming, is a farmer. And so <laughs> it's hard sometimes to understand what Jesus was saying. It's important to know. Even the disciples had a hard time, you know, uh, trying to comprehend some of Jesus' parables. They seem all righteous in our minds and all holy, but they're just like us. I'm sure plenty of us could have read that the first time without reading the description and be like, yo, Jesus, what are you talking about? Right, exactly. But then I think as we jump down to how Jesus explained it, I think it's a very important lesson that we can take away from it. At first when I read it, and it describes how the weeds are people who belong to the evil one, I always thought, you know, why wouldn't you pull them right away? Just like Paul had a thorn in his side, we're going to face people around us who come against us because what we believe in. Yeah. And sometimes that's a growing experience for you. Some weeds seem like pesky little things that we want to pull up right at once and throw into the fire, you know, separate from the good. But a lot of the time, the bad can sometimes help the good. Yeah, exactly. Help grow the good. You know, if there are no weeds, like, we wouldn't know good from evil. Right. You know, if there was nothing entangled in there, we wouldn't know how to separate it. And I think... You know, the end of this passage is a little intense, you know, talking about how angels will throw the bad weeds into the fire. and But I think it's important to know this part as well, to remind us that we are set apart from those who do live with this world. Yeah. And I think it's a reminder, too, that we don't want to keep this information to ourselves. Yeah. We have loved ones or friends, family who do not know Christ. And this is just kind of a little nudge to remind us that if you don't try to at least reach out to them, this could be their fate. Verse 43, it says, And the righteous will shine like the sun in the Father's kingdom. A lot of the time, our joy and the light we get to show can sometimes be clouded by the darkness mm -hmm. and the weeds that might be around us a lot of the time that light can kind of be dimmed but you just need to remember you know you are separated from that you are separated from the darkness and the weeds yes exactly and I, I want to go back to um what you were saying about sharing you know the gospel with your friends and family and stuff um Pastor Barry here at the church, he has this um, saying, try to reach one person for God every day. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who it is. It can be scary at times, you know, talking to strangers or whatever. But that one encounter could really touch their life. And you don't want to miss out on that. A lot of the time, again, we can be looking at the weeds instead of everything else around us. You know, if you just take that moment to, even in your own mind, separate those weeds and show God's love, show God's light, you know, you could be helping someone else. You could be helping to dim the darkness in someone else's life. You never know what seed God's going to plant through you to someone else or what seed you might be watering. Right, and 
This reminds me of the um, Sunday school song, This Little Light of Mine. Oh my. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it because I am not a singer. However, it does have an important message, you know. This light that you have, why would you hide it under exactly. a bushel, like the song says? Because mm -hmm. you experience God's love and all the amazing things he's given you. Why would you want to hide that from others? Exactly. I think sometimes we tend to hold back because we're scared of rejection or judgment. But at the same time, like we're called to reach others and we should have that desire yeah. to tell other people of God's love. When we get talking a little farmer talk now, but... Anytime the weeds start growing in with the plants, the weeds end up killing the plants. I'm sure all those people that went to Jesus and, you know, said, should we start pulling them up now? They were probably worried about the crop, worried that, you know, the wheat was going to die because of these weeds. But you need to know that in your life, no weed can cut you down, no darkness can cut you down and get you away from God's love and God's light. You know, no matter how dark it might get, no matter how low you might get, God is still there. You know, God still loves you. You still have his light in you. And the end of the passage, right before it ends, it says, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Yeah. Even if it might be confusing to understand, and even though sometimes we don't want to listen, yeah. it is very important to understand all that God has for us right because his plan you know is perfect and is good and yeah. I think that sometimes we focus more on the weeds in our life than the harvest yeah we focus on all the trials and tribulations that may be coming against us but don't see the bigger picture of how God can use this to mold you into an even better person than you were. Those are all very important points on this passage and how yes. we really, at the end of the day, just listen to what God's trying to teach us. Yes. And so um, as we end here, I'm going to have Haley pray for us and then... I will close this out. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for all the joy and all the light within our life, God. Lord, we uh, we lift up the rest of our day to you, God. We pray that you'll have at least one person, God, stumble across our path so we can show your love to them, God. Uh, Lord, we... Lord, we just pray for um, ears to hear and just understanding of your word. Uh, God, we love you and we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we just hope you have a fantastic day. Yes. And uh, we will see you tomorrow for our January 21st um reading yes. so be there or be square